Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And tonight we are joined by the wonderful, the fabulous Thomasina Meyer. <laughs> we are me- we are in Mexico. No, yes. we're not. We're in Thomasina Meyer's house. Which is not in Mexico, I can confirm that. It feels that. like Mexico though, Ellie. It's very hot. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. It's really hot. So would you like to introduce yourself? You know yourself better than we do. So go on. Uh, g'day. Who are you? What g'day. are you doing? My name's Tommy. What have you done with your life? Oh, crikey. Um, my name's Tommy. I like cooking. I like food. I like dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like parties. Um, I have three girls and um, I'm really hot. Like, as in, not sexy hot, but like, Temperature. it's sweltering here. You could, I, th- I would say both. I, <laughs> I would say, say both. both. Go with both. Double hit. And let's, you're being very modest. You have one actual master chef, for she's, goodness she's sake. actually award-winning, Ellie. You have put things in Greg Wallace's and John Tarode's mouths that have made them explode with joy. <laughs> they didn't do it back to me. <laughs> you no. have a new book, Tommy. It's yeah. called Home Cook. And we're in your home. Yeah, I know. Have you cooked for us? No, you fucking haven't. I know, I know. We've got kettle chips. I know, she gave us some kettle chips. I'm actually very happy. Um, (laughs) I I could easily with something up. Don't. Because that's what I do. And that's what I tell you about in that book. But um, so far we are. Can you hear? Look, wait. Ready? Ready? That's a quality kettle. Yeah. That's not your lid. And I'll tell you something else. She says they're kettle chips. I didn't see the packet. I'm calling Doritos. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a Dorito gate. Oh, <laughs> oh no, another one. Jesus, save us. Lord, save us. So kick us off, really. Um, tell us about your family. So there's a lot of love in my family. Uh, we've got definite, like, strains of madness. We've got kind of, like, suicide, schizophrenia, bipolar, you know, the whole thing going on. Oh. But so much love. So that's that holds us all together. So um, I think I'm a bit of a hippie like that. Uh, so I've got a twin brother who is amazing. Called Thomas. Called Thomas. Um, yeah, no, I should have been um, obviously a boy. When I came out of my mother's stomach, my father cried because he thought that he would then no longer have a boy. He already had an older daughter. But he got my brother afterwards, so that was all cool. So is your brother called Tommy for short as well? Because I would imagine that could be quite confusing. He's actually called Dyson or Dee Dee. Oh, right, so he's not yeah, called that Thomas. that was made up. No, oh, right. I, was, I, I was just doing some comedy, Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
I've had some milk stout that you kindly fed me. Oh when my we god, were, what, what it is we, delicious, but very drinking, drinkable. Tommy, we're uh, drinking milk stout. Milk stout, which I picked up when I um, was obviously breastfeeding, because stout's full of iron mm. um, and very important to drink when you're breastfeeding. Um, no, I mean, what I meant to say is iron's very important when you're breastfeeding. <laughs> and stout um, just happens to be a good source. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly. a mere coincidence That's more than anything. Yes. So, so who lives here? How many children have you got? Um, I've got three children here. Uh, I think, actually, if the world wasn't so populated with people, I might just keep going forever. But I've stopped. Uh, mm. So I've got three girls. Um, no dogs yet. Um, I've been told by a friend of mine, he's an eco-warrior, that a dog is a waste of um, environmental points. Yes, oh, really? apparently it's as bad as having a Range Rover in terms of the environmental impact. Really? I, wait, are environmental points like net points? So like, if you get a dog, you can't go to Alton Towers for free. Is <laughs> yeah. that how it works? Fucking right, yes. Ellie, absolutely. <laughs> that excludes that dog or Alton. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know? What about Chessington? If you've got kids oh, in That's yeah. a bit shit, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's nearer. That's so two a penny. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> My always promised us she'd take us to Alton Towers and we never went. Oh, that's well. why I'm so scarred. That's why I work this hard. You can tell, can't you? <laughs> I'd, let me say, I've been to Alton Towers several times and I'd say I'm more scarred. So I think, I think you've got off There's lightly. only losers here. Yes. So you've got, you've got the three children. I've got children. three children. Um, husband, obviously, who is great. Very good husband. Um, well done, you. It's, I know. I they're know. a rare breed these days. I know. I know. I, I, I actually felt I ought to, ought to have three boys because I felt there lacked some good men in the world. I was like, this could felt be a good. Duty to, I yeah. thought, you know, I could produce some good men into the world, but no, just more feisty women. Bloody awesome women. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> can't have too many of those. No, no exactly right. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Unless you and I have had several pints, which you totally can. <laughs> <laughs> That's when really great women go really bad, really yeah, quickly. Yeah, <laughs> great women go shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get straight into the food chat. I yeah. reckon. So, so your new book, Home Cook, is. Well, I mean, you you describe. Can you nutshell it for us? So, it's kind of like a gospel. This book, because uh, my my agent said um, uh, this publisher wants you to write another cookbook, and I said, no way. There's no way I'm writing my cookbook. And he said, no, 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 but this is going to be, this is great. It'll be of your column, because I write a column in The Guardian. And I said, but I don't have time to write it. So I, at this point, said, please, can you just leave me alone? Were you and pregnant came, at this point? Was this during No, the- no, I only ever get pregnant once I've signed the book deal. And <laughs> then you say, fuck me, husband. I've just got, I've just got a book deal. Yeah. Let's have sex. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I kept trying to say no to this book. And I, f- I felt like a book of my column felt like, what was a reader getting? There's like too many cookbooks in the world. And then because my agent kept saying, this is a really great publisher and this is a really great editor, I was thinking, well, maybe I could write that book that I've been wanting to write, but I've always thought, I don't have time to write this. I'll write it when I'm 50. And eventually I, they ground me down and I thought maybe I can write this book because the column, my Guardian column, is basically accessible food it's fun food though it's like around the world it's spices mm. and fun and infused flavours and marinades and 
great sauces, but it's easy and it's doable. Mm. But okay. it's, it's for people, I would say, who love food, like the book is, this is for people who do like cooking and want to cook and try a new thing. It isn't just about, you know, here's how to make pesto in 30 seconds. No, 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 no but it's not, it's not restricted by a great, time actually. limit or ingredients or... or um, a kind of nationality you've just said this is what I love it's mm. taste it's all about yeah. taste it's got to taste good and then mm. and then so basically I've been cooking since I was six I started I just wanted to be my mother's side I was a real mummy's girl so I, I literally had a wooden spoon in my hand from the age of six and from then I've been cooking so at about 14 I started cooking dinner parties for my parents because I just needed to earn some money so that was a good way of earning money and then were uh, you like look Mum and Dad, it's this or lap dancing. I need some money. Do you want to cook Dad, for you? Bombs or vulvas? <laughs> Dad actually thought lap dancing would be quite good when I was very broke at university. He was like, you can earn a lot of money doing that, darling. My mother was like, what? what? No, not no. my girl. So anyway, it was the wooden spoon. Um, and then I used to cook for friends and then I had dinners at university and I was always trying out new recipes. And then in my 20s, when I had a flat, always stuff full of people cooking experimenting and it's just what I've always done but always on the hoof and on the fly because I mean you know you never have enough time in life particularly once you become a mother and you're working so this book is for people who think they have no time to cook or people who think they don't have time to cut enough time to cook more it's like modern day Mrs Beaton it's it's those shortcuts it's like how to use your freezer so you've always got the next really easy delicious thing in your freezer ready to whip out it's like when you really want to have friends over but you think I don't have anything it's like oh yes I can pull this out and pull this out and suddenly there's some food on the table and I haven't spent a fortune and I haven't spent loads of time because nor do you want to be chained to the kitchen stove the entire time because you've got young people to run after and like you've got to make some money as well and all that stuff Mm. so part of it is that every recipe's got something at the end which is what to do with leftovers Mm. or what to do with that bottle of pomegranate molasses I've just asked you to buy well look here's something scarlet. else you can do with it yeah just scull it it's a great laxative tell the kids <laughs> tell the kids it's rhyme beaner yes yeah that'll have them going round and round what do i pot. do with all this coriander <laughs> yes it's a fine substitute i find yeah uh, and then a bit of it is anti-diet because i feel like a lot of people are telling us what not to eat these days mm. and i think people should say what to eat because food should be about fun and about embracing it and mm. um I think it's great that people are eating less meat because obviously that is good for the environment. But I don't want to be told what not to eat. I want to be... I just want to have fun with food. And, you know, in my 20s when I was kind of, you know, eating too much and then eating too little then eating too much and eating too little, I was just suddenly like, this is shit. Diets are shit. The mm. moment you tell yourself not to eat something, that's what you want to eat. Exactly. So this is a kind of... This is like a, a, a creed of like embrace food, enjoy food eat chocolate, eat olive oil, eat butter, eat whatever you want. We've all got different DNAs, we've all got different bodies, we all suit different foods we eat anyway. So the idea of one diet fits all is frankly rubbish. Mm. So Word. You, I mean, <laughs> but then how do you, do you try and eat healthily at all or do you just go, whatever I feel like, I'm just going to eat it? How so I work? do eat healthily, I do eat healthily, but not in a kind of, I just, I like, eat, I like to feel, I like to feel good. So um, having spent years in my 20s full of like, you know, Haagen-Dazs, donuts, um, you know, whatever junk food that I could, Mm. you know, eat, it makes you feel quite bad Mm. when you are like full of like that type of food all the time. So um, I guess when I started cooking, that's when I started creeping out of this kind of quite 
bad eating relationship. Um, and the more I cooked, the more I found I loved vegetables. And like, look, if you stew courgettes in 100 mils of olive oil, they taste amazing, especially if you put three cloves or eight cloves of garlic in. Mm. And wow, look at that veg shop. Look at those tomatoes. They're amazing. Let's cover those in olive oil. Or look at that butternut squash. Like rub it in chilli and... And suddenly this whole... Look at that of, olive oil. Let's just drink it. Something. Yes. yes. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely drinking olive oil. That, or butter. A lot of butter on my toast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, basically, who... Like these people who have like peanut butter without butter. That's weird. Oh, that's incorrect. It's incorrect. Oh, butter. The joy then of the joys. peanut butter. A sodden, buttery toast. And then the peanut butter. Exactly. Is the correct way. Yes. If you're putting Marmite on your toast and there's not enough butter that it blends into a sort of buff, sort of tan yes. lotion paste, you are doing it wrong. Oh my God, here are the people. Preach. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I don't believe we should all worry about what we should eat. But don't eat Marmite wrong. <laughs> Speaking of which, I've got two words for you, yeah. Thomasina. Perhaps you can settle an argument. Yeah. Hawaiian pizza, oh, ham and pineapple. Where do you stand? So this is a very interesting debate. Come on. <laughs> this is really cool. This is like question time. <laughs> okay. Oh so obviously the Hawaiian pizza, digalas. <laughs> but then I was in Mexico and the Uh-oh. best ever street food uh, taco in Mexico City is called El Pastor. And that is a lot of delicious neck and shoulder pork layered up with onions, smothered in achiote, and there is a big pineapple on top. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it goes around a spit, Lebanese style. They got it from the Lebanese immigrants. They know, and to, they know what to do with the pineapple. That pineapple Lebanese, gets charred oh, and caramelised and yeah. the juices drip down that fatty pork and it works. Mm. And then I was in Oaxaca, Central Valley, Mexico, and I was eating a salad the chef had cooked me and he was slicing pineapples with the tomato he was like the tomato is a fruit the pineapple is a fruit and I began to see pineapples in a whole different way oh, hang on hang olive on. oil salt pepper pineapple and yes. this whole new pineapple world opened up before me I still wouldn't go for Domino's Hawaiian though mm. I have and I will there you are. <laughs> okay let me throw this curveball at you okay. Thomasina Tommy I'm ready we're friends now yeah um, guacamole what is a crocodile's favourite food Crocamole. Oh, there oh, we, we are. are. Come on. <laughs> I was not really thinking, oh, is God. this a thing like it tastes Just... like chicken? I'm like, no, trying to be too clever. So guacamole, tomato or no tomato? So, well, and do you say tomato or do you say no tomato? Tomato. Oh, well, that, well, then. <laughs> oh, you yeah. say fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Uh, so I think... Um, it's, it's, I think it depends on your mood. I think it depends on your tomatoes. If you're in the like, height of summer and they're tasting and looking juicy and sweet, why not ch- chuck in some tomato? I'd take the seeds and the juice out, though. But, but in the middle of winter, you might think, I do not want tomatoes in my guacamole. I just want it smooth. I want Sometimes you might want no garlic. Sometimes you might. Oh, that was going to be my next oh, question. Oh, oh. Yeah. For me, never garlic. Yeah, you see, never garlic. Yeah, why? That's because why? it's such really? a strong flavour, especially raw, mm. and it just rides all over the avocado. It just messes all over its face. No Go on, garlic. give us, give it, but give us your take on garlic and what would if, if someone said, "What's your favourite guac?" What's the the ultimate? What's the ultimate guac? I'm just getting like so. I was in Mexico like uh, six weeks ago, and I had this like 
avocado sauce. And so apparently all guacamole, as long as it's got avocados, uh, coriander and lime, that is guacamole. And you can make it any way you want. But this was like a really quite a thin, so hot, this this guacamole. And it was this kind of sauce that you drizzled over your uh, steak tacos. And it was unbelievable. Mm. It was like fiery, fiery hot, very citrusy. And then pure avocado. Mm. I'm sure no garlic and no tomato was inside. Mm. Let me throw this into the mix. A pinch of ground cumin. Now that really is a curveball. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want garlic and now you're putting cumin into your guacamole. Just a little... I shall try it. If I see it in your next book, I shall send you an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Gibson twist. How much, how much is a tap tip like that? Oh, thousands. I mean, um, you, you tell me what your earnings are from the book and I'll send you a percentage. Well, The Sun once wrote a piece about me quite recently and they said I earned millions, like at least like 75,000 for talk. Right. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was a bit stunned by that. I was like, really? Who, who is yeah. this Thomasina why, Myers why and where does she live? <laughs> <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Excellent. I feel better now. I've, been, I've solved all my food dilemmas, by which I mean I Guacamole. Right. You're, you're a purist. I'm, She's a little So what's a cumin doing in the guacamole? <laughs> I Honestly, I had this um, old Mexican... Not actually Mexican, like a British book of Mexican yeah. cookery. And, sad, just, yeah. and all the recipes were dreadful, but from the guacamole yeah. recipe, which was like, yes, yeah, skin the tomato, yeah, see the yeah. tomato, but no yeah. garlic, yeah. cumin, bit of ground coriander yeah. as well, actually. Oh, nice. And um, it's good. I've made it 
for literally 20 years. Everyone okay. goes, that's really nice. That's really nice guacamole. This is the best day welcome. of your life. You just told Thomasina Myers how to make guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> the cheek! And now, honestly, <laughs> you can carry on with the rest of the podcast. My work here is done. Thank you very much. Oh my God. You're welcome. You are so welcome. That's a top tip. Top tip. <laughs> anyway, look, continue the food check because you've got, you've done a lovely book about home cooking and you've got children. Let's talk about cooking with kids because yeah. that's, I mean, I'm sure our listeners want to know, how do we do it? Do you do it in real life? Uh, I do cook, I do cook with them. They are good eaters, but it's quite hard also. I mean, it's quite hard getting good food down a child's gullet isn't it when there's oven baked pizzas baked beans definitely yeah. baked beans definitely that's a really good Sunday night staple but baked beans but, but there's I, a nice recipe in there actually for homemade baked beans I the get great it. thing though about homemade baked beans is you can give that to adults and they'll just literally go gooey weak mm. at the knees mm. that's good making men weak at the knees I mean that's quite fun and literally homemade baked beans does that to men it's really <laughs> weird it's just a thing Thomas Ada speaks out yeah <laughs> put your vibrator away it's yeah. beans I'm talking about <laughs> beans means cock good yeah. so I'm afraid this is the house where it's like that is your supper if you're not eating that that's what you're getting or you go hungry um Actually, that does sound a bit uh, hardcore, but they did just definitely grow up. I was like, that's your supper. And I was quite kind of adamant about that because I didn't want to start doing other stuff. I don't want... But then I have this thing that you go out to restaurants and I resort to the kids' meal. And then I say, no, that's ridiculous. I don't have to have the kids' meal. I can give them something they might have at home. But no, I mean, we grow vegetables in the garden and I sometimes make them eat the greens. And then in the end, they're like, there's no biggie. But yeah, I mean, one of my best recipes in the kids' chapter of Home Cook is some chicken thighs, which you fry and fry and fry. It's the best recipe. It's crispy fried chicken thighs. You know, just because I'm not cooking chicken nuggets doesn't mean they can't eat what they want. So quite often I try and cook a meal for the whole family. My kids will both eat steak, which is great. So like a nice steak and everything. Mine will not. But sometimes, to be honest, I'm just knackered and all I want is like a really nice piece of fish or a thing and I want to take my time and I will just get stuff out of the freezer, give it to them and then they'll go to bed, frankly, happy. I think it's about balance, isn't it? It's about what works for you. It's definitely about balance. So like Friday afternoons, we might go and get pizza or, you know, it's definitely about... You know, even like cheese sandwiches, scrambled eggs for supper. But I'm afraid, I am a bit neurotic about buying. I go to the butcher to buy meat and we don't have it that much. But I feel it's not like injected with antibiotics, which I, and I just, I have a fear. I fear meat. I fear meat that I don't know where it's come from. And I buy milk that's been come from cows that have eaten on grass because I think it's got more vitamins and nutrients. I know not everyone can afford this. But I feel if I can vote with my pockets and my my purse, I can vote for a farmer who can actually afford to pay himself a living wage Mm. and for cows that can actually eat some bloody grass instead of being stuck in feedlots eating grain that's flown from across the world, which has been grown in places where rainforests used to be. So I I have this whole ridiculous thing because I work in food. I know it's the biggest consumer of energy. It's the thing that chops down the most rainforest. It's the thing that uses up the most water. So every time I buy food, I'm conscious of where my money's going to and what it's supporting. So we don't eat that much meat. Like in the, in the weekdays, we eat a lot of vegetables. And in the weekends, we eat meat that is more... It's, it's expensive. Mm. It's definitely expensive. Um, but it's a treat. And people don't spend as much money on food as they used to. 
And some people can't even afford to spend that on their food. Well, that's mm. what I was going to say. What would you say to someone who said, I would love to give my children milk that comes from grass-fed cows, but I can't because I've also got to buy them shoes and I've got to pay the gas bill. And exactly. Mm. So what do you say And to also, they don't even have access to it because mm. I live next to an amazing market and most people don't. So mm. what I would say is buy chicken livers and make delicious things with chicken livers or pate and I would Will say children eat chicken livers really and Will pate they? disguised under cheese and in Tell between them it's tomato jam <laughs> <laughs> in terms of the cheap cuts of meat at the market mm. is quite cheap you see like the fish at the market is so much cheaper than any fishmonger and they do sell at the market they do sell scrag ends of lamb and cheap mints and they it, it's cheaper and I know some people go oh markets they're so rich you know it's for the rich people it is if you're buying all the pre-prepared food that's really expensive but if you know what you're doing and that is a kind of another beef that if people don't know what they're doing how can they feed themselves with good food because they don't know how to cook it and then it becomes about time as well because if time you're working Monday thing. to Friday full time if you've only got a time in your life where you, you can only go to the supermarket for an hour a week and that's your thing yes. for your weekly shop and that's your budget then how how do you do that um, these are all very good questions I think um I mean that the, my husband gets driven mad by my like obsession with the market on Sundays, but then I feed him a sausage sandwich and he normally shuts up. <laughs> so, um, so yes, I mean some people are literally these days juggling two or three do- jobs to make ends meet. It's really, really there's, tricky. Yeah, there's places like Aldi and stuff who've all of a sudden done organic food, and the, like the cheaper supermarkets, I think, are listening to the demand. If you wanted to, if you can't go to a market, there are organic options. But I think even, yeah. even, even food, and I, this is what my book is still about. It's like it doesn't have to take hours. So dried beans cost nothing. You can soak them. Well, they do cost something actually, but unless you nick them, but you can <laughs> soak them one day. You can cook them the next day, and you can eat them the day after that. Um, it's if you know what to do with them. You'll always be at home at some stage. But there are some people who obviously don't even have good kitchens and, um, you know, lots of social housing now build kitchens that are tiny that fit a microwave and then big rooms where you can put the TV. Mm. So then, you know, it's all a kind of chicken and egg. My thing would be to say, teach cooking in schools, build affordable homes, build them with a bloody size good kitchen in them because we are what we eat and we are what we buy and the planet is what we eat. And that's why vegans, I no longer give a hard time to anyone who's vegetarian or vegan. When I started cooking, I was a meat-loving kind of, you know... You were a proper carnival. I was a proper carnival. <laughs> but now, like, let them eat veganism. I mean, they're saving the planet. Apart from vegan cheese. Blech! Yeah, no, vegan cheese. No. Is, yeah. tofu. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, that's the weird feminist backlash. It's like, in the mm. 70s, everyone was trying to get the women out of the kitchen. Mm. And, and now, like, I, you know, I definitely consciously called this home cook because there's nothing wrong with... And this is the other thing about affordability. If you go to Mexico or India or Thailand or North Africa, even like the poorest, poorest diets, sometimes they're, they're the best. Like, so you don't have to get fancy with your ingredients. Mm. I guess that's the thing. Protein can come in many different forms. And make a bit of time for in your life because it, mm. it's like it's, a, it's, it's survival. If you're not eating, yeah. if you don't eat, you, don't, you die. So, like, that's basic tools of survival. And, and yet there are so many people who just can't even feed. And then they outsource it to companies who make profit by feeding people really shit food. You know, cheap fats and cheap sugars. Shove the food with that and we'll make lots of money and send it out to the masses. 
and and that's how that's their business model mm. so like you know that seems to me crazy why would i allow my life to be in the hands of someone who's just making money out of what i eat so um yeah anyway there we are <laughs> there we um, are done but basically pineapple on a pizza that's a no-no we but we're all human and you know women are beaten up the entire time for what they look like what they wear what they put on what they don't put on what they eat what they don't eat how they behave so it's like you know do a little just do what you can you know and just by picking up a wooden spoon and a chopping knife you've walked a step forward and you know just don't go near your husband when you're feeling cross just don't go near your husband when you're feeling cross and eat some bloody yeah ice cream when you want to yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and a cheese toasty yeah. I, I lived off I, I did a university exchange uh, at the University of Glasgow uh, and I lived off what I called uh, cheese slice pasta for five months in which yeah. I would boil up some pasta because I had no money and I would put a cheese slice and a dollop of pesto and and mix it through so it was a nice sort of creamy consistency. Oh, and nice. I lived on that for five months. That's right. see, that's quite classy. I used to get a chicken super noodle and yes. then boil that up for yeah. three minutes with the requisite MSG packet. Yeah. And then just put a slice of craft cheese on the top and mix it all in. See, this is oh. I think you and I were basically having it was noodles and cheese slice. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. But at least you yeah. cooked pasta and had pesto. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's grown up. That's yeah, good. Very that's good. Grown up. Now, so this book is your, you know, it's your sort of it's all your favourites yeah cabbage on toast what's your or, or I guess if you could say to the listeners there's one recipe in this book you should make this is this is the best one if you're going to buy my book God, this, I feel is, like this is like asking her to choose her favourite child I think it is who's your favourite child by the way I mean by the way look can I just say this is the most delicious dinner leeks are really cheap yes this recipe is leeks on toast you melt them in butter they collapse after 15 minutes and then you poach an egg or you can fry it I like fried better yeah. my husband likes poached Bob's. Uh, and then and then you mix up some chipotle with some tahini and some yoghurt lots of garlic and then that's your dinner I'm, I'm practically aroused thank you <laughs> it's arousing that recipe is <laughs> that's an arousing that's an arousing thank you so the do other thing to do is like at the weekend make your kids some pancakes if you want to go fancy make them with buckwheat but then make a whole stack of them and then just fill them with spinach and creme fraiche and then shove a layer of like cheese on top and then bake them in the oven that's great Sunday night cooking love that make the pancakes and then I would eat savory that star. spinach and my children I mean oh, they're I not put... fucking Popeye let's just say yeah. that <laughs> we, we, we <laughs> cover snakes... them enough cheese oh. and they will eat stuff I tell you they see green them. and they oh, panic we had to fucking blindfold them Tomasino <laughs> you have to like you have to like um, get them picking them. you have to graze some stuff in your um loony porch Okay, buy a Philips smoked mackerel from the supermarket. Warm it. Which are about a pound forty-seven from Sainsbury's. Yes. So yep. warm it under a hot grill with some miso smeared on it, miso butter, and a few chili flakes. Smear that over your mackerel. Warm it gently under a hot grill for like four minutes, and serve it with a delicious avocado salad covered in sesame oil. Oh, oh come on, giddy hard for that. Really nice. What's this called, Thomasina? Duck legs with silky, rich Veracruz and tomato sauce. Oh, talk us through it. Talk us through your. No recipe. one doesn't want that. Let's no be does. honest. Yes. Okay, on. duck legs. You braise them for an hour and a half till they're falling off the bone. Yes. You want the legs. The breast goes all like hard and dry. 
legs not easy. Not my breasts. <laughs> easy, easy. Not my breasts. She's got great breasts. You braise them, all the fat comes out, and then with that dock fat, you fry your onions and your fennel and your carrots oh. and your celery and your garlic and you get it all still they're soft and sweet you're frying those vegetables for like 20 minutes in the dark fat they go sweet 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 then you chuck in a couple of tins of tomatoes you can obviously use fresh tomatoes in the summer shove some capers in shove some olives in put in the oven with a lot of sherry i mean i'm talking 100 mils decent is that enough and you are in veracruz veracruz is on the eastern side of mexico it's where cortez landed and he brought over all that italian stuff he brought over the capers and the olives and he took the tomato back to Italy. And that is why the Italians are so snobby about Ding their dong. Food. Take that, Italians. <laughs> yeah. Are you a Brexiteer? Is that what this is about? <laughs> I am not. No, good. Oh, Excellent. that was amazing. Thank you. I feel like we've been on a culinary journey. Well, I've learned things, Ellie. I me like. too. I like. By I like. the way, the other best cheat is if you have got your friends with you and obviously you haven't had time to make a pudding, make a homemade chocolate sauce lots of dark chocolate tablespoon golden syrup knob of butter some milk or cream and a couple of tablespoons of tequila oh vanilla ice cream and everyone will be eating out of your hand oh wow I think it's time now if you don't mind Tommy for a game okay so I like a game in the podcast Thomasina and I've called this game would you put that in your mouth Thomasina that's not a lot I wouldn't okay Okay. Um, and I've, I've listened some some things here okay and you've got to say yes or no i'll go fairly quick fire number one frey bentos pie yeah is it what kind of pie is it What's steak it and ale in? yeah definitely Done. yes that's okay. one each one each a microwave burger Ooh. yes <laughs> no no okay olives yes no oh Old El Paso taco kit. Yes. Yes. Oh, good girl. I love a taco kit. Oh. Do you like the El Paso? I prefer the Oaxaca ones. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Next one, liver. Uh, yes, as I... long as it's not overcooked, in which case never, ever, ever. I would never put it in my mouth, so I'm going to say no. Right, and this is in a pate. Does that count? Does it no, count it... no, yeah, fucking no. Right, I want to see it liver. No, you're not doing it. I've got okay. 700 grams of chicken livers in my fridge. I mean... Ellie's not pleased. I'm going to... Unless gonna, that's a euphemism from drugs, I'm uh, not interested. I obviously have to make Ellie my chicken liver pate. must be... Binder's crispy pancake. Oh, yeah. Oh. Minced beef and onion. Do you know what? I think I tried one the other day, like... like really? Four years ago, and they were a bit rank. Oh, so no. She Point for Gibson. Thomasina won't oh, put look. it in her mouth. Look. Angel Delight. Uh, yes. The oh, chocolate yeah. Chocolate flavour. I'm going to go... Butterscotch. Oh, butterscotch. Yes. Butterscotch. We're neck and neck. Neck and neck. All right. Here's a curveball. Primula squeezable cheese. Yes. Now, prawn or spring onion? Oh, the prawns are good. Uh, Is it? I've never even gone the prawn. This is a question. I'd eat all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have a slice of cucumber on mine, please? Oh, nice. She's a fancy lady. (laughs) Oh, the duva. Now here's here's, here's here's a drinks option. Okay. Would you have a a nip of whiskey? Neat. No, it's disgusting. I love whiskey. It's Do like you? yeah, oh. it's like running through my veins. Oh, well, there we go. Tip of choice. The fat. So would you eat the fat like on your on your roast ham on your? It's the best bit. Are you a fat? Yes, yes, yes. I've seen a lot of fat. Yes. I love it. On the subject, okay, when you get a lamb chop, why get it French trimmed? 
The fat oh, on no, a lamb chop no, is no. the best bit. That is the exactly. That, that, is, that is the flavour. That's the best bit. Well, oh. at the end of that round, I I can confirm, sadly, that Tommy has won. Yes, yes! she will put Woo! more things in her Woo! mouth than me. Woo-hoo! On a serious note, yeah. um, was that better than winning MasterChef? <laughs> uh, oh my god, the rush, the thrill, <laughs> the win. The win, and you've got a, you've got a gobby South Londoner and an Australian. It's it's like you're recreating it, really. <laughs> it's not about trying; it's about winning. Well, it's time now for the Scummy Mummy Confessions. Mm, it is dun, indeed. Dun, dun. So, my Scummy Mummy confession is that sometimes, like on a Saturday or a Sunday, me and my husband will be like, "Oh, what should we do with the kids today? We've got a day just to ourselves, you know, really nice. What should we do?" Should we go to the park? Should we go to the Hornemans Museum? Should we, like, do a thing? And then sometimes we'll just look at each other and we'll go, shall we go to Blue Water and go to Oaxaca? (laughs) (laughs) And we go, yes. (laughs) Yes, that's what we'll do. And we get in our car. Even if it was a lovely sunny day and we drive down to Dartford and it's just glorious, quite honestly. Sometimes one of us will take a child to the cinema while the other one wheels the other one around at the buggy while it sleeps and then that person will maybe spend quite a lot of time in Joe Malone and the White Company. But then we always reconvene at Oaxaca, which has camper vans that children can sit in. So they're absolutely over the moon. Talk us through, because we have people... Uh, our podcast is listened to in a hundred different countries. Okay. So talk us through your restaurant and your pork pibble. So Oaxaca is Mexican street food, which is fresh and zingy and full of flavour and it's pretty fast to eat, but it's really good quality and um and it just tastes great. Have you Climax. have you got a scummy mummy confession you'd like to share? Is there a story of parenting failure you'd like to get off your chest? Parenting failure, God, so many. How about this one? So we were in the park and I like I like to bring up daredevils in my daughters and I am obviously a daredevil. So um you know we were always going down the death slide when I was heavily pregnant and then I was putting them on quite young. So Otty number two was on the death slide. She likes to go quite fast. And I thought, this is great. So I was doing my normal, like, run-up, you know, and then pushing her off. Except this particular run-up, I really, really pushed her quite hard. And I was just like, no! No! (laughs) As I saw her accelerating fast towards the end. And she literally just went... And then she was hanging on with one hand as all these parents in the park were like, no! (laughs) Like this. And then they all collectively turned and looked at me. At which point, I literally shriveled into the smallest, smallest speck of dust and tried to, like, disappear into the ground. Otty was fine. I still am traumatised to this day. I like it, though. I like that you've got... That's, I think no, you could have raised them to have a sense of adventure. Yes, and, uh, it's you good. Know, it's just, yeah. I was so proud the way she just carried on hanging on with one hand. <laughs> I think we've come to the end of the podcast. Sadly, sadly. Thank you very much, Tommy. Wow, yes. it's a pleasure. Uh, our book is always out. It's, it's called Scummy Mummies. Look, I've got a copy for Tommy Cena. Oh. Yeah. And of course, your book is out. It's called Home Cook. It's it fab. And uh, do you have any, you know, how, how would you review your book? How many stars out of five? Uh, it makes a great guacamole in there. <laughs> No tomato. Yes, I think that's it, isn't it, Helen? That's it, yeah. Please subscribe to the podcast. Just go to iTunes and click subscribe. Uh, check us out on the Instagram and the Facebook at Scummy Mummies. Where can they find you, Thomasina? Uh, getting Scummy. 
Getting scummy. <laughs> Go see Oaxaca. Come to Oaxaca and eat some fish tacos. My kids love them. Until next time, listeners. Bye-bye. Threaten with the pancetta and Do you want to try my trifle? <gasps> when? Wow. What, is now? That a, yeah. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> Her husband's away. <laughs> it does feel like the start of a particular film. <laughs> Three women, drunk on milk stout on a Monday night. Talking about cream and then all of a sudden it's gone trifle. Do you trifle. want to try my trifle? <laughs> well, obviously. I made my trifle for my six-year-old's party and um, that was that whole quantity of like... Sherry, no what sherry. What do you soak your... Your sponge in. Again, this is going a bit lesbos. <laughs> what, what did you go for? What was the answer? Well, I thought I'd dilute um, the booze with apple juice. Oh. Right. So that you'd still, you know, because the flavour would be impacted. Yeah. And I figured that over a massive trifle, tiny bit each, that wouldn't matter. It's like oh. practically having cow pole, it's fine. Yeah, but, so, but they didn't like the they didn't like the trifle. Oh. And then, oh, so and then my husband said mummies. And then my husband said that do you know why they don't like the trifle? It's just so alcoholic. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.